0: Hello there, welcome to our daily manna. Just as our body is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we are grateful for how you have been providing for all our physical needs. And as well, we are so grateful because you also provide regularly for our spiritual needs in this life. And today, We are not only giving attention or paying attention to the physical matters, but we are also giving attention to the spiritual aspect of our being. So as we listen to your word, as we ponder upon it, speak to us and nourish us that our way of life, not only in the physical aspect but in the spiritual sense as well, will be well guided, well lighted by your Holy Word, and by the guidance of your Spirit. And thus, we entrust to you our time together. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and Amen. Visiting hospitals and conducting funeral services. These are few of those regular tasks that pastors like me experience. While I do these things, visit the sick ones, pray for the sick ones, and sometimes preach during a funeral service or even officiate an interment, while I am thinking about these matters, I'm reminded about the reality of the temporariness of my existence on this planet. Not only about the temporariness of my existence, but also the brevity of my life. You know what? Despite this truth, despite this reality, that our life is very vulnerable, that it is just very short, we still can live our lives with a joy, purpose, and a continuous hope. Because this life we have, no matter how short it may be, there is an eternity that awaits for you and for me. This is exactly what Luke exhorted about when he recorded in Acts chapter 2, beginning with verse 22 up, up to 36. Actually, this portion of the story in the second chapter of Acts, this records the very sermon of Peter. Now, before I read the text, let us recall what happened back then. Jesus already resurrected, and before he ascended to heaven, he gathered his disciples, instructed them, not to go away from Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit would come upon them. And so they did. They went to the upper room, waited for the coming of the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God came to them, He dwelt in them. And then out of the presence of the Holy Spirit came the extraordinary manifestation of God's presence upon the lives of the disciples. And one of those significant occurrences that happened was that when they went out from the upper room, they began to speak in different languages. And what was fascinating about this matter was that these disciples who were speaking those foreign languages never understood what they were talking about. In fact, I suspect they even did not know that they were speaking a foreign language. More fascinating than that, was the fact that the listeners who came from the different nations surrounding Israel understood what they were speaking about. There was an understanding, a comprehension of the message. Truly, an extraordinary event such as this can never happen without the Holy Spirit of the living God. When these people heard these apostles, these disciples speaking In their own languages, they were wondering. In fact, some of them thought that they were drunk. But being drunk would not let you, would not enable you to speak a different language. Well, there are some people who would say, I need to drink so that I can speak English. Well, but that does not really guarantee. You know, these individuals spoke different languages, and those listeners were able to understand what they meant with the message they were conveying. When the people started suspecting that they were drunk, it was then that Peter interrupted. Peter, this time, spoke to them, delivered his sermon, and he spoke to them about Jesus Christ. What was his message about? Let's look at what Luke wrote here in Acts chapter 2. The text starts with verse 22 up to verse 36, but this is quite long but I'll read only some portions of this. So for this time, I'll read verse 22 up to verse 24. It says here, Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God, with miracles and wonders and signs, which God performed through him in your midst, just as you yourselves know. This man, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, You nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death, but God raised him up again, putting an end to the agony of death since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. And after stating this, um, Peter quoted David saying, I saw the Lord always in my presence for he is at my right hand and so so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue exalted. Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope. Now, let's take note of this statement. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue exalted. Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope. Now, there has never been a time in the Old Testament history that the existence of David and of Jesus Christ overlapped because David lived so long ago, many years before Jesus was born. But what did Peter quote here when he preached this sermon was a statement or even from the book of Psalms particularly that David wrote about Jesus Christ, about the Messiah particularly. And through this way of revelation that David received from God, he saw Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He saw the Messiah, who is going to be slaughtered, and yet he will not remain dead. Furthermore, this is what um, this is what Peter described, quoting David. He said in verse twenty-seven: "Because you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor allow your holy one to undergo decay." You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. David himself understood that the Messiah will die, and yet death would not be able to hold him forever. David saw that in in the Messiah, there is hope of life in eternity, despite the reality of the brevity of our existence. You know, when we find out that this life we have is truly, this body we have is truly vulnerable, we can be easily contaminated by sicknesses, we can just meet an accident out there, we can be killed by anyone. Just recently here in Zamboanga City, we have been hearing news about shooting, killings, and that's really very alarming it would remind us about the vulnerability of each person living on this planet and it also entails the reality of the brevity of life that we have on earth but despite this fact you and i can remain hopeful especially about eternity despite life's brevity why because jesus was crucified, he died, was buried, and yet the grave wasn't able to contain him. He resurrected. He came back to life. And if you have put your faith in him, you may experience death with this physical body that we have. But there is an assurance that you can spend your eternity with him forever and ever and ever. And that forever does not have pain, That forever does not have any disappointment. That forever will be filled with joy and moments of honoring the one who is capable of giving us life eternal. No other than Jesus Christ himself. That is why Peter, when he preached this, he was very confident as recorded by Luke. In verse 29, this is what Peter said, Brethren, I may confidently say to you regarding the patriarch David that he both died, and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Well, when we went to Israel last year, we visited David's tomb. And it's there. It's visible. People knew that it was, his, his, uh, it, it was the one that contained his dead body. It's true. And so because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to sit one of his descendants on his throne, he looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ that he was neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. This Jesus, God raised up again, to which we are all witnesses. Remember, there were plenty of the disciples who saw the resurrected Jesus, and this is not a hallucination. This is not just a talk of the town that time, a false news that was spread all over Judean Judean area. No. This was, an attest, uh, this was an incident attested by many witnesses, And thereby, therefore, having been exalted on the right hand of God, in verse 33, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, He has poured forth this which you have seen, both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool, your feet therefore let all the house of israel know for certain that god has made him both lord and christ this jesus whom you crucified what peter was saying here is that the jesus that they crucified came back to life and whoever would believe in him will have that eternal hope in him so if david saw this already many years ago as revealed by God to him and trusted him even before the coming of Jesus. How much more people who live in our time, that the death of Christ already happened, the resurrection of Christ is part of history already. And thereby we are just waiting for his coming as we wait for eternity. Reality is that we are experiencing the vulnerability and the brevity of this life we have. But while we go through this truth, we can also remain hopeful in the, the eternity that is coming in the Lord Jesus Christ. So remain hopeful, remain steadfast, and remain faithful to Him who can give us life eternal. God bless you all.